Welcome back to the fourth episode of our Celtic Christian Practices to Accompany Our Discipleship Sermon Series. This past Sunday, Pastor Kyle talked with us about the Holy Spirit and about spiritual gifts. The Holy Spirit gives us gifts to help us become all that we can be as believers in Christ, but also collectively as a church community to have all that we need to do the ministry that God has called us to do in that place. The Holy Spirit lives in and indwells the believer and is with us every moment. And the Holy Spirit can empower us to be aware of God's presence and God's work in every moment. So in this edition, we want to talk about the Celtic practice of blessing each moment and the saint called St. Gobnet. I, I may be butchering that name, but it's the best I can do of getting at it. I want to begin by offering you a, a scripture passage out of Genesis chapter 9, verses 12 through 15. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy it all. We have this idea that there was God sent a flood, kind of a new beginning to the experience uh, on the earth. And afterwards, God made covenant with Noah, his wife, his sons and his three daughter-in-laws that are the humans who were saved and makes a covenant that this will never happen again. They're given a sign a sign of blessing to remember what God has promised and what God is going to do and not going to do in the future. We have those in our life as well. And when we begin to look for the blessings of each moment, we can begin to find those signs that God is at work and that God is present. Saint Gobnet that I mentioned earlier is one of our female saints. She is the patron saint of bees, honeybees in particular, and she was known for healing. She's also the patron saint of the sick, and that's probably because she used honey in some of her remedies to help cure and make people better. She lived in the 5th and 6th centuries. She fled her home in County Clare and headed to the island of Inishir, where she made her home. Now, she enjoyed her life there and was happy, but an angel appeared to her and told her to journey to a place that where she would find nine white deer grazing in a pasture, and that's how she would know that she had found the place where she was supposed to settle. So she does so. She sets out on her journey. There is a long tradition among the Irish monks and saints of setting out to a place that they don't know the destination of. There's also a long history of that in Scripture. Moses is called to leave his people and go to a new place. Abraham and Sarah are called to leave where they are and go to a new place. There was a particular um, practice among the Celtic saints of getting into a boat and setting out on the water without a rudder and without an oar. 
letting the current take you wherever you were supposed to be. The idea of um, God taking us where we were going to go. So St. Gobnet wandered and finally settled for a while at three different places before she finally arrived um, at Balaverney, where her vision was fulfilled. She saw those nine white deer grazing in a pasture and knew she had come to her permanent home. Each of her temporary homes had been a blessing to her for that moment before she found her ultimate home. To bless something is to live in a place of gratitude, to offer thanks and to to honor God for everything that we have. To live in blessing is to take nothing for granted. So when we bless something, we pause, we reflect, we appreciate. And in blessing, we express gratitude for the good or for the lesson that we have received. The more we cultivate our awareness of our thoughts, our emotions, and our impulses, the more we learn that they're going to come and go, that they're going to rise and fall. We're going to have good moods and bad moods, days we label good days and bad days. We're going to have times of joy and times of sadness. We're going to have times when we're very angry, and then that anger is going to subside. So as we cultivate an awareness in the presence of God, we become better able to look for the blessings that come with each moment, regardless of the circumstances that are happening around us. Beneath the tumultuousness of our inner lives is a profound and deep pool of stillness from which we can hold all of that inner chaos, all of the inner drama, and not get lured into reacting to it. We can take a moment to pause, to reflect, to find the lesson, to find where God is leading us through something. And when we do, we can then bless that moment for what it gives us. There's a story that Christine Painter tells of a little dog named Ginger Nut. She and her husband decided to foster a dog over the Christmas holidays. The shelter needed to close and we're not going to have people there to feed and be with the animals. So they sought foster homes. They brought home a little dog named Ginger Nut. And they really thought that Ginger Nut would become a permanent part of their family. However, they discovered during the time that she was with them that their current lifestyle was just not conducive to adding a dog to their home. They lived on a third floor flat, so every time the dog had to go out, it's down three flights of stairs and out, and then up three flights of stairs back. Um, that was really hard for the dog and for them, especially in the middle of the night and especially in the cold. They also had a lot of traveling to do. Their ministry at the time had them booked to go places to speak and do ministry that was great, but it was going to leave Ginger Nut without her family. Ultimately, they decided that Ginger Nut needed a, a calmer, a better place that wasn't three stories up to be her permanent home. It broke the author's heart for John and she to give up Ginger Nut. But she came to realize that Ginger Nut had been a blessing. She came to them. Um, she gave them love. 
Christine says she expanded the ability for her to love by bringing the love and joy that she did. And they believe that they were a blessing to Ginger Nut. They got her out of the shelter. They let her have the joy of family and home with them until they found her permanent home. Very often there are people who come through our lives. They bring blessing for a time, but they're not permanent. This also applies to friendships, to jobs, um, to the ways we volunteer, to the ministries we're involved in within the church. But we as human beings find it very difficult to accept change. We like things to stay the same. We don't want to see jobs and people and relationships as um, visitations who come and bless us, um, who give us a gift and we gift them with some part of ourselves and then journey on. The problem is that if we hold too tightly to what is, we fail to bless what we could receive. We miss it. We miss the blessing that is being offered to us. We want to control it. We want to keep it. Um, Fear causes us to cling too tightly. We need to hold the things that God gives us, including jobs, friends, even churches, relationships and friendships. We need to hold them loosely to look for the gift that they give us and then to be willing to release them so that they can be a blessing to someone else and so that we can be a blessing to someone else and so that we are able to receive the next blessing that God has for us. So blessing each moment is the practice of doing that. Fear of loss will keep you from experiencing all the blessing that God has for you, both individually and for us as a community of faith. The rainbow was a sign of blessing to remind both God and Noah of all the things that had occurred and that would not occur again in the future, to be grateful for both the relationship and for God's promises. The Jewish people have a beautiful practice of blessing each part of the day. They recognize the gift of each moment and express their gratitude for it. They say a blessing upon waking, upon crossing a threshold, upon eating a meal, upon lighting candles. As a matter of fact, the Talmud, which is the the Jewish scriptures, call for a hundred blessings a day. I can't even imagine being mindful enough to find a hundred blessings in every single day. There is a way that you can pause and do that. There is a book called The Divine Hours, and it gives you a way to bless each new task that you come to, to have set times of the day to pause, to look for the presence of God, and to experience blessing in that moment. You might consider doing it at the top of every hour. You might consider doing it just before or just after each meal, as well as upon waking and just before going to sleep. If you choose to use the book, The Divine Hours, they will give you specific times to do that. 
Seven is a a sacred number. It's the number of completion or perfection. Um, There are seven days in the week God created for six, rested on the seventh, and considered creation complete or perfect. There. So seven has always been a sacred number for us. If you were to pause seven times a day and look for something to bless because God is present, you might do that at 6 a.m., 9 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., 6 p.m., 8 p.m., and 10 p.m. If you set those as timers in your phone, you would get a little alert to just take a minute and pause and express gratitude to God and look for the blessing of that moment. I hope that you will bless each moment of your life, that you will receive with gratitude those who come to bless you for a time, that you will be willing to be a blessing to others, even if that's for a time. And that you won't look at change as loss, but as the opportunity for those blessings to be shared even more widely than they have been. I want to talk for a moment about the way these spiritual practices kind of stack on top of one another. First, I encouraged you to engage in silence and solitude. By doing so, that will cultivate your awareness of being able to bless each moment because you will learn to pause at times during the day to be silent, to be alone with God for just a few minutes and look for the blessing. Your willingness to wander, to engage in peregrinatio, holy wandering, will help you find things to bless and that are blessings to you. And you will find it easier to identify your three essential things If you learn to cultivate blessing the moments. So I want to close this week with um, offering you a traditional Irish blessing. Deep peace of the running wave to you. Deep peace of the flowing air to you. Deep peace of the quiet earth to you. Deep peace of the shining stars to you. Deep peace of the Son of Peace to you. Amen.